you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's a headline from Just Jared explaining why our long national nightmare is over. Behati Prinsloo makes return to Instagram for the first time since Adam Levine affair DM scandal. The lead is... Behati Prinsloo is back. <laughs> She's back. She's back. She's back. It was an Instagram She's not, story. Like, back. She didn't go anywhere. I don't. She's back like online. They mean. She's, She's back, back online. Like because even the photo is old. She, she posted. She posted for the first time since Adam Levine. She said, was "I'm revealed here. To have DM'd random girls. I'm not queer, and I'm still married to Adam Levine." <laughs> yes, exactly. And I will not be drinking a Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it. Okay, we'll get there. It says, Behati shared a throwback photo of herself holding up a middle finger and sticking out her tongue in front of a Victoria's Secret sign in her since-expired Instagram story. She is currently pregnant with the couple's third child. They were spotted enjoying a day at the beach together at the beginning of October with their children. So, she has to get back on her socials. Well, they had been spotted, so this is mm-hmm. really not anything. I mean, I'm glad you put it here, but it's really not anything at all, is it? No, it made me laugh, though. What I do care about is a demois... Uh, submission that my friend Jenilise shared with me. I don't know how old this is. She was talking about it and she was like, it made me laugh. And I was like, do you have a screenshot? And she was like, yes. And I just want to read it to you because I have been thinking about it a lot. I just feel like we need to not have, we need to not, okay, you know what? I love these. They should be submitted all the time. I just, Demois is literally like PR Newswire now. You were about Here's... to say no more of these and then you were like, please just keep them coming. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying the PR people, they're smarter than you, okay? They're going to get you. So here's one. Sent via form submission for, uh, from Dumois. The pseudonym for this submitter is Point of View, which is very funny. Okay, subject. Expect the unexpected. Message. Meghan McCain has a really unexpected business venture in the works. Can't spill any details, but I can say it's going to be a big hit, and the quality is actually really high. We're going to be hearing her name a lot in 2023. Good job, Meghan McCain's publicist. Good job, Meghan McCain. You think this is a public... I'm joking. This is Meghan McCain. Meghan McCain's submitting... We're going to be hearing a lot from her in 2023 is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time from media. You know, the first draft of this was like 
am unable to reveal any details. And someone was like, no, 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 no. Make it say can't spill any details. <laughs> That's what people talk like. Also, meanwhile, this is probably like, what, a non-alcoholic beverage or oh. a hat line or... Uh... You think it's non-alcoholic? My guess was it's the highest proof alcohol able to be sold by a business. I don't know her preference. I'm just saying that seems like a celebrity venture that that would be, you know, launched in the year 2023. Any one of these crazy things that's merchandising, I just wonder what, you know, the the quality is actually really high means. It's actually really high and it's going to be a big hit. <laughs> Point of view, which is definitely a view reference. This person is Megan McCain's publicist for sure. I loved it. I just thought this was great. Bahati Prinzlu, get a new publicist because you need to be trying something else, you know? I just have to remind the listeners, I once tried to put fake news into Dumois and they vetted me. I was not put on Dumois. It didn't not work. At all. And yet somehow this submission about Meghan McCain being huge in 2023 went through. I think there's some foul play. At, I was going to say foul play is, at play. There's foul play at play. Yeah, there's something at there's something at play. I think there are some backroom dealings going on with Domois. I think that people have a direct line to Domois and they say, "Hey, can you post this press release disguised as a Domois submission? It's about Meghan McCain's upcoming business venture." Nathan D asks Sherry, "How do you think Meghan McCain is doing on the View?" <laughs> um, I, you know, she just. Ha- <laughs> She just has to evolve. She has to get used to sitting there uh, at that table. And I think she has to not take the whole Republican world on her shoulders. shoulders. It's too much right. to take that it's whole a lot world. To take on. Yeah, it's like you are not the Republican voice. I know. And so it makes you stressed, it makes you tense. And so right. I think, you know, being able to just lighten up a little. It's not quite Halloween yet, but it is Halloween week. Nope, that's next week. Wait, when's Halloween? Halloween this week, week is for like two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, it's not Halloween week yet, so Vanessa Hudgens can keep her 25 Halloween costumes at bay for a second. But that didn't stop the release of Halloween Ends, which, yes, we did see in theaters in 4DX. Check the Patreon for more on that. But I just want to say people got a really iconic exclusive with Halloween Ends' biggest star. Kyle Richards. Lindsay Wallace, played by Kyle Richards from Housewives of Beverly Hills. You couldn't not have Kyle Richards play Lindsay again. Here I am, Lindsay coming to haunt you. When I was eight years old, I asked my best friend to the premiere. I think her mom thought it was like a trick-or-treating movie. Cute, huh? And we were terrified. And this headline, like, cracked me up because they got a full, people got a full exclusive interview with Kyle Richards and they talked about one thing, which is her fake bangs. You want to read it? (laughs) Kyle Richards wore fake bangs on Halloween ends. A lot goes into making them, believe it or not. That's a quote. It says the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star 53 opens up to people about reprising her role of Lindsay Wallace in Halloween's End in Halloween Ends Out Friday and how she wore a fake hairpiece for the movie after hating the bangs she sported while shooting 2021's Halloween Kills. The story the is about how she <laughs> of these bangs and like the journey she went through with the bangs is actually like extremely compelling. It's three paragraphs. Without reading the entire thing, she talks about how well, Lindsay Wallace had bangs in the original because she was a child. She was eight years mm-hmm. old. And then yes. when she came back in the last one, she had bangs and she cut the bangs. But then she was like, these bangs are so annoying to have in real life. I can't believe I've cut myself bangs and now I have to grow them out. So she mm-hmm. said, for the new one, I refuse to have bangs. So they made her fake bangs. And let me tell you, people squeezed like a lemon 800,000 words out of this 
story. A famous wig maker did them. And you go in and they make the little piece, adds Richards. Like, I don't need the detail that the wig maker has to make the wig. Like, you can cut half of that sentence. I'd see all these famous names on these wigs lined up in the place. And I was like, all this for little bangs for Lindsay? Wow. Wow. Hey. What are you guys doing out here? It's Halloween. We've been trick-or-treating. We got a whole bag of You guys should not be out here right now, okay? It's not safe. You're gonna kill me? (laughs) Satan, not today. Oh, I'm so scared. Are you guys alone? Where are your parents? No. No, we're waiting for our friend. And, like, there's a creepy man in a white mask, and he keeps, like, trying to play hide-and-seek with us, and he's like, (laughs) Where did you see him? He's just hiding behind trees. And he pops out like, peekaboo. I mean, we're not three years old. Come on, man. Oh, look, there he is. Oh, hello. Hello. She is, we we talked about this briefly on the Patreon, but now we've seen the movie. Kyle Richards, perfectly great in that movie. Like, absolutely not embarrassing. She's perfectly great. Absolutely fine and believable. And has, like, maybe two lines or something. But a perfect amount. Sometimes she leans over the bar and she's like... She leans. But her bangs are a really important part of the movie. Because they connect the character, Lindsay Wallace... To her as a child from the original. They connect you back to the 70s. You're right. You're, you're right. like, oh, there was this, that girl with bangs in the original, <laughs> Lindsay Wallace. And you're like, oh, that must be her. Now she's a tarot card reader slash bartender at the only bar in town. Now she wears dark lipstick and bartends at the only bar in town. And her best friends are Laurie Strode and Laurie Strode's granddaughter. Because who else would she be friends with at this point? <laughs> well, there's like four people in the town and half of them are dead. You know, like it's not really that many. There's not really that many people in Haddonfield or whatever. Yeah, you can watch this on Peacock. This isn't an ad. You don't have to go to the theaters mm-hmm. to see Lindsay Wallace's fake bangs in Haddonfield. <laughs> You're like, this is not an ad. You can watch it on Peacock. Yeah, definitely not an ad. No, it's not an ad. But like, <laughs> No, it really isn't an ad. It's just. But it's not. This, it's not an ad. I'm just saying if you want to see these article... bangs, it's quite easy. Might be an ad, though. You know, I don't know that it's an ad. I just think that people is getting a lot of mileage out of the Halloween story because they have a lot of, like, older act. Like, the Jamie Lee Curtis story is like, oh, look, she's, like, a horror queen and she's older than, you know, kind of anyone else in the horror business at this point. You know, and now we have the Lindsay Wallace character coming back from Housewives into horror. Like, that's funny. Well, I don't know know if you know this, but there was a really iconic peacock-based Viacom crossover where Jamie Lee Curtis went on the Housewives like as and then she like promoted her charity and Halloween oh I didn't know that and she was on the Housewives and had like a whole segment about like her charity and Halloween and then she went on the fina- the uh, the reunion and she was like here girlies I made you a bunch of pumpkins so she also the the synergy and you you thought you know they were keeping these things separate, but no, the synergy between Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Halloween Ends was way more fluid than anyone could have ever predicted. Well, I mean, guess what? Jamie Lee Curtis is here. Let's bring her out. Stop. Really? Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I'm not kidding. She is here. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. The Banks. The bangs. the bangs. I didn't know about the, the, the Bravo the thing. I, the other thing, we talked about this last year when it happened, but it's just funny that Jamie Lee Curtis always finds a way to, like, make headlines around Halloween time. Like, even her personal story. The the the, the story incredible. about her daughter, yeah. Ruby, coming out as trans was, I mean, uh, gotta say, tied to the release of Halloween Kills. It, it was. It was released, like, 
It was a people right. exclusive on October twentieth, twenty twenty one. You know, like Jamie I mean, Lee did Curtis finds a way for Ruby's wedding too. Like yeah, there was, was like a kind of like costume based element here. I think mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis went to Comic Con one year. I mean, she is nonstop. I, there was an interview with her recently where she was like, "I'm so tired. I've done so many interviews. I haven't slept in a, in months." And it's like, oh my god, like. The trauma is actually from the (laughs) press tour related to Halloween, not from the Halloween series itself anymore. Yes, and she addressed the trauma meme. Lori and her trauma, and I've seen the fucking meme, so don't worry. It was funny. But the movie also made a fucking fortune, so fuck you. Well, now Halloween has ended, she can sleep. Speaking of people who are catching up on sleep, Allison Lohman, haven't seen her in a while, and that's because she retired. This kind of got me. There's not much to say here, but she did an yeah, interview in The say, Hollywood what? Reporter. What I was just this? like, it was what about just this for you. It makes me think of it makes me think of your no one asked thing where I was like, it's the headline is why only Ender star Allison Lohman looks back on her meteoric rise and why she left Hollywood. And then it got all these stories like, here's why Allison Lohman left Hollywood. Allison Lohman left Hollywood. Here's her interview with the Hollywood reporter. And it's like, she's been gone for 10 years and kind of no one asked about her. And then she has this interview here. The only thing I remember about Allison Lohman was she was in White Oleander, which was, why is that a movie that I remember so clearly? You know, don't it's about, know. Don't it's know. about women getting revenge. It's a it's it a powerful a tale. The book was really important to culture. For Wait, like, you don't remember Drag Me to Hell? You love uh, Justin Long. She's so forgettable in that. Only Justin Long is memorable in that. <laughs> the most memorable thing about Drag Me to Hell is the ending, which is so upsetting to me that I will never watch that it movie is. again. Well, the ending of that movie, they, I cannot they do they it. Tell you, they tell you in the title what happens. Like they're not. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. I mean, it's even in the it's the literal poster, but still, she it gets got me. dragged to hell. Like, what do you want from this? <laughs> Okay, so was Drag Me to Hell her last movie because she got dragged to hell and then she just never came back? Well, no, her last movie was actually called Officer Down. But Gamer is the movie I think with she was kind Gerard of Butler. flopping. She was kind of not really a thing. But they're acting like she was like at the peak of her career and like fell and like went away. It's it, it's not a She didn't like do Titanic and then quit. She was like kind of on the downswing and said, yes. "I don't want to do this anymore." Right, yes. Okay. And then she's and then not she says she met she met her husband on the set of Gamer. They had a baby yeah. and then they moved out of LA cuz they wanted to move they wanted to raise the baby outside of LA and then once they moved to upstate New York she was like, "I like this. I really oh my God, she's I'm happy living here." Upstate? Yeah, she has a farm. <gasps> With Amanda Seyfried? Yeah, and she's uh, I bet you they're friends. Oh my god, I bet you they're friends. And I bet you she's not friends with Blake Lively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And okay. she's teaching and she's teaching acting over Zoom. Over Zoom? Yeah. She's teaching acting over Imagine Zoom and she loves it. Imagine if you signed up for an acting class over Zoom and your teacher was like Allison Lohman and you were like, "Oh, loved you and dragged me to hell." Oh wait, I'm sorry. She teaches it over Skype. <laughs> I don't oh, want to get okay. that wrong. Even weirder. I loved you in Matchstick Men. Also a good movie, honestly. Loved you in Big Fish. I loved, yeah, she, no, I loved She had a nice Matchstick run. Men. White Oleander, iconically Michelle Pfeiffer in prison. When she fell in love, she fell hard. And when it ended, it ended badly. White Oleander's poisonous. I don't know why people grow it. You're under arrest for the murder of Barry Clark. What? Put your hands behind your back. They can't keep me. Don't worry, I'll be back in an hour. She's not recognizable to me, unfortunately. No, she's not. I always confuse her with both Mae Whitman and the other one who looks like her. There's another one who looks like her from that era. 
and I could use I her know. with her. An exclusive statement to Two Fab. This was po- this was in 2011. Loman's rep says Mark and Allison are pleased to announce the birth of Billy Neville Dean. That was their kid. That is their kid. He was born in Bucharest, Romania, during the filming of Ghost Rider: <laughs> Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's funny. That's funny. So Allison Loman, in case you're wondering, she's fine. She's just upstate. She's farming. Okay, moving on, you know, the saga that is Dancing with the Stars is happening. It's it's pay-gated, but it's happening. And apparently, it's live TV is not everybody's format, including both of our hosts now. They brought on another host, and both of them still can't get shit right. <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro called Shangela Angela. <laughs> That's and funny. Then Shangela sort of laughed it off. And then the next week, Shangela called him out on it. You can play the clip here. Listen to it. It's Listen to the lack of laughter in the audience. I had no clue but what single feet were. The real question, did you learn my name? Well, ah! hello. La- hello. Listen, I mean, yes, I'm now. I'm li- okay, you got me before I got to you. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just here for you, baby. L- listen, I know. Actually, I wanted to say that the last couple of weeks, I did actually say your name a couple of times wrong. Now, I did say Angela, which is my wife's name. So it was a term of endearment. You know what I'm saying? You know I love you, baby. I've loved you, baby. And you are my Alfondo. Alfondo. Jennifer Lewis. I just love a, I love a live TV moment. I just feel like we're being robbed of them because they're fucking behind a streaming pay gate, you know? He's losing it, and the audience is not laughing. Laughing, but the audience is not. I think they're not clear what's going on there. I think they missed that Alfonso said her name wrong the previous week. Also, the funny thing is not watching Dancing with Stars. You hear things like, wow, the Charlie D'Amelio Simpsons dance was iconic, <laughs> one of the best. And you're like, the what and the who and the what? And then you watch it and you're like, okay, that was kind of iconic. Well, when I clicked play, I don't know what I expected, but I was like, oh, I wonder what song they're going to dance to. And they danced it's to the, the Simpsons theme. theme. <laughs> I was it's like, the theme. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't like, the do, Simpsons. Do, 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 do. Dancing jazz with her partner, Mark Ballas. It's Charlie D'Amelio. Okay, so I have an I have to admit something. Hmm. I watched the new season. I watched the first episode of the new season of D'Amelio show. I've never watched the D'Amelio show before, no. but it was like kind of like on Hulu and oh, I was God. just kind of like vegging out and fully like catatonic. And I said, wouldn't it be funny if I watched this? It wouldn't be funny. It was that bad. show is crazy. <laughs> it's like not it, it's not boring, but it's like. Charlie is like going to therapy to figure out if she likes dancing or singing. And they're like, Dixie is coming out with her album and she's playing the jingle ball. And Charlie might want to sing. So she's taking voice lessons secretly. And we're not going to tell Dixie. And it's like, what is this show? Like, what is this show about? (laughs) Music is something Charlie's interested in doing. I love performing. But I don't feel ready to tell Dixie about music just because this was kind of like her thing. They're sisters. People are going to compare them. I don't know how she'll react to us not telling her. Just hope we're not making a huge mistake. Are you going to watch another episode or are you done? No, no, no. By the end, I was like, no, 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 no. 
No. But you will watch her performance on Dancing with the Stars again because The Simpsons dance is kind of iconic. It's really good. That's what's kind of like campy she great about winning. Dancing with the Stars is like they, you know, cover them in yellow makeup to make them look like The Simpsons and then they do an iconic dance. <laughs> Anna Delvey, aka Anna Sorokin, is out of prison. And the New York Times interviewed her on the occasion of her first night of house arrest. So you're out of detention uh, for the first time in a year and a half. You've been here at this apartment since Friday night. Um, How does it feel to be semi-free? Well, I'm so happy uh, to be giving this opportunity. Um, I feel like I'm getting a second chance to um, fix my mistakes. Yeah, and I'm so happy I agreed to release me, even if it's just house arrest. House arrest and you have this ankle monitor here. I do. Is that annoying? No, um, I'm getting used to it. They tighten it up a little bit, uh, so it's not dangling as it used to. Are you allowed to leave the apartment at all? No. Not at all? No. Well, I'm supposed to check in with my um, criminal parole and my ICE um, officers, but otherwise, no. It's funny to me that, like, did inventing Anna flop or not? Were people talking about that? I have no idea. I don't think it... Mm, I, I don't think it was it a flop. A, I just feel like it didn't have much of an impact. It wasn't as big as um, the one with... Uh, Anna Seyfried and the blood, the blood lady. What's her name? Elizabeth Holmes. It wasn't as big as uh, the dropout. Yes. And I'm comparing them because it was like two true crime women impressions with with an interesting accent. Like I think that, and though they got kind of similar press, but then the show, I think, in, I think the dropout was a better show than Inventing Anna. And one was Ryan Murphy, and one was um, what's her face? Shonda Ryan. Shonda. I'm, I wonder what's going to happen now that she's out of prison. Like, what she'll do. I guess her 15 minutes of fame is not up because she's still getting press. There's something interesting to me about this, like, true crime who, you know, that yes. is continually extending her kind of hoodum in the, in the public eye, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that the Shonda show, without the Shonda show, she doesn't get this interview. You know, like... The Shonda show just, right. like, made her maintain that level of notoriety and infamy. Right, and now she has to, like, try and not get deported, which I think is one of the things that could happen, which mm -hmm. is what they've said. Yeah, and they're asking her, like, okay, what are you going to do next? And this is interesting because they're like, okay, you're famous, so what do you want to do? Do you want to be just famous for being famous? Do you want to be a celebrity? Do you want to be an artist because she likes art? And she's like, I want to do everything but in addition to art and in addition to vague things like I want to do all sorts of things, she wants to do stuff with criminal justice reform, which is very like, oh, wow. very expected. So she's like, in addition to X, Y, and Z, I want to do something okay, with Kim criminal K. justice reform. Interesting. Exactly. Exactly. This is funny. They said, this isn't the end of your immigration case. You could still be deported. She wrote, my immigration case is just beginning. I'm creating a lot of jobs for my lawyers. So everyone's happy. <laughs> Babe, what? And now... She's she has notoriety and she's able to scam in kind of the celebrity fashion, you know. Yeah. You you kind of gotta love it in a way, you know. Yeah. Scam and us, also, baby. part of her part of the conditions of her house arrest are that she has to be off social media entirely, but she wow. has like over a million followers, and so they that's why they ask her about like, well, how is it going to be hard for you to be off social media? Like you love social media, even when you were in prison, you were posting. That is going to be hard. And she's like, it's going to be tough, but I'm I'm glad that it's it means I won't have these distractions. But then she goes, hopefully, well, she's got to get her law degree or whatever. She's yeah, exactly. Start studying. Okay, sorry, I'm moving on. Uh, apologies for making you talk about Anna Delvey. Okay, here's a headline. Here's a headline. Greg O'Shea, quote, feels sick with himself after turning down six-figure brand deals. <laughs> this is, 
I mean, this, this is timing good. is interesting because we just talked about Greg O'Shea. I think for one of the first extended times, we talked about Greg O'Shea, who's a former Love Island UK contestant. He won it. Winner. And Winner. he recently went to the Midwest as part of some big Midwestern United States slash just United States in general um, tourism promo. We talked about him like two weeks ago. And in this interview on a podcast called The Laughs of Your Life, which is uh, by a, which is produced and hosted by this woman named Dorian Garley, Garahy. I, I feel like that's Irish and that I'm butchering it, but Dorian Gary on The Laughs of Your Life. And he talked about the fact that after he left Love Island, you can probably speak more to this. The woman he was dating claimed Amber. that he dumped her on over text. And because mm. he allegedly dumped her over text, he lost like a million followers because there was a social <laughs> campaign to unfollow Greg. And yeah. After that, Good. he started Funny. turning down brand deals. He was like, I'm sick of this. I'm not going to like embarrass myself further with this like well-paying but humiliating spawn and now years later he regrets not doing it he's like That's it was funny. such good money i'm so stupid and now and he's the time doing has more kind of, of coming to an end well he did get his visit usa spawn but mm -hmm. the time is coming to an end. That's interesting because it's yeah. she's also now dating a woman like she i don't think she really was like in it for the long run with greg mm -hmm. either mm -hmm. way yeah, i bet he, goes, he did dump her over text <laughs> no i bet that's true but sure whatever he says after the show, I didn't follow the path you're supposed to. The unwritten rules of you win the show, you move to London, you do the red carpet events, you're the it couple, and you low-key promote the show. And he's like, I guess basically what he's saying is, I thought I was above it, but I didn't realize this is the whole point. Like, the real winning is after the show, is the money that you make in right, those no, months and years after. It's not about finding love. I mean, that's no. like just a very low percent. Even the people who are there and do find love, I would argue the money is still more valuable and more of a priority than even the love, which is maybe mm -hmm. like a nice surprise, but not the point of going on the show. Not the point. It's it's a money-making opportunity. He's doing all the stupid shit, like doing interviews and podcasts, but he's not actually making like the money that comes along with having to do the stupid shit. Yeah. And now he's trying to make up for lost time. Yeah, he's in the, he's visiting the USA. He just went on a new trip. So I guess Travel Spawn is his new thing. He went to Dubrovnik. Yeah. yeah. Dubrovnik. Such a special couple of I, days. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like when you, for some of these travel things, you don't actually get paid to do them. You just stay for free. Do you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. yeah. There's a, I mean, I, I told you I saw Triangle of Sadness, but there's like a scene when, when the two hot people are on the yacht and they're meeting the like actual billionaires. It's like, oh, what's your job? And they are very upfront. They're like, we're influencers. And it's like, oh, you get paid well for that. And he's like, well, mostly we just get things for free, like this trip. And they're like, oh, that's cool. But it's like, it's just free stuff. As they say, the... The more money you have, the less you actually spend on stuff. Speaking of Spawn. This is a good one. This was you, sent this to is us. a good one. A, uh, a hooligan tweeted this at us, and I was like, what? Because they said, oh, you're not going to believe what Cody Rigsby's Spawn is when you click this people's thing. And he, like, added Who Weekly. And I clicked Cody Rigsby's Spawn, and it said, Peloton's Cody Rigsby opens up about his mental health, quote, it's a very long journey. And I'm like, okay, I'll read about, I like Cody Rigsby. I'll read about his mental health journey. I like this. Okay. I'm, I support mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And then you're reading, reading, reading. And then in the fifth paragraph... Wait, why don't you fifth, just read it? Read the whole thing? Okay. Sure. Cody Rigsby is opening up about his journey towards prioritizing mental health care. Quote, Fitness has been such a sanctuary for me. The Peloton instructor, 35, tells people to mark world fit... Mm. God. The Peloton instructor, 35, tells people to mark World Mental Health Day on October 10th. Quote, 
It's one of those places that you can be absolutely present with your body and present with your thoughts, he adds, and it allows me to really process things. As much as I hate running, I've really gotten into it. I love going on a 20-minute run in the Peloton app and processing shit or reading inspirational things from my fellow colleagues. It really is a great place to get in tune with yourself. Rigsby says a bad breakup six years ago forced him to look within, which meant starting therapy and meditation. The former Dancing with the Stars competitor also recalls growing up homeless and how that contributed to his mental health struggles. Which is why he partnered with Credit Karma to shine a light on the ways financial health and mental health are connected. Having really low moments, I became super aware of the impact money and financial security had on me, Rigsby said. It creates a lot of anxiety for me. Even the, like, tone goes from very heartfelt right, and genuine gets, to, like, it's like copy you're points. you're feeling for him. You're like, yeah, like, that really sucks. Like, that's really hard. And, like, mental health is, is should be a priority. And, it meant, and a, being aware of your mental health is very important. And then all of a sudden it's like, credit karma. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, my credit score. Your credit score. You, ah, you know. The, the category financial services just seemed like such a predatory scary company when you think of them like on face level so it's just like but oh then it goes no. back it's crazy because then it goes back to him talking about like oh he wakes up early he does he meditates he like mm-hmm. hangs out with friends that's like important for his mental health like i've learned that it's a really long journey and i need to like pay attention i need to like care about myself and da 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 so the credit karma is like a tw- like a true like like record scratch and then it goes back to being like a normal article you know? And it's almost like I understand why he is a good pick for Credit Karma Spawn, but that doesn't change the fact that it's Credit Karma Spawn and there's like this very – there's just a very strange disconnect between this heartfelt messaging and I kind of don't then... <laughs> get the connection, but sure. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I so, guess having a high credit score is good for your mental health, but like it, like that's not really the – His anecdote about being homeless is one thing, but like you almost lose that sense of like – opening up and that sense of like vulnerability whenever it's like and that's why i partnered with credit karma and then he posts this mental health story on instagram and it's like add time for a self-care check it's him wandering around williamsburg brooklyn for like a minute for world mental health day i'm giving you a glimpse into my weekend wellness routine and then credit karma is the first post above it the first comment that says great tips and it's just like oh this just feels again they do this because this is where the actual money is we just learned this from greg o'shea you have you to debase yourself three, like this. People's homepage has a don't miss section, which I don't think is their most popular. They must populate it themselves or something. Mm-hmm. Don't miss. Right. It's not their most popular. Is it? No. It, is it? I don't know. No. When people changed their homepage a couple of months ago, it's I just so got confusing. completely confused. I got completely confused. So number one on the don't miss headline section, there's three headlines, is Days oh. of Our Lives, <laughs> Lucas Adams marries Liv and Maddie co-star Shelby Wolfert in Intimate Wedding. Number I almost read that is, aloud to you on the breaking news. Princess Eugenie celebrates dear mumsy Sarah Ferguson <laughs> on her 63rd birthday. And number three, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelo celebrate son Joaquin's college wrestling championship win. Okay, let's see. Well, do me a favor and scroll down to the headline beneath Star Tracks and read that. Emmanuel, the TikTok famous emu, is recovering from a bout with avian flu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck? the people the people homepage is what all the over the fuck? place. Fuck. What the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, Emmanuel has avian flu? Oh, I hope he's okay. Never heard yes. of this bird. <laughs> yes. Um, and also, I, I am I'm I'm going I'm going to collapse into just like a a pile of bones. 
Katie Holmes just reminded us of the classic effortless oh, shirt I trend that. worth returning I to this that. fall. Do you know what the shirt okay, trend listen. is? No, listen, I clicked that while you were talking. Like, that's how much people gets me. Like, I was like, saw that and I was like, what is it? What is it? It's like jean. It's, it's like a jean it's, shirt. It's a denim shirt with khaki pants. <laughs> oh, God, I love I love her so much. I will say that I saw this picture and I said, oh, she's still with her boyfriend, that guy named Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby Wooten the third. Yeah. It's, he was also in, a, in this photo is kind he of. He was also in a blue shirt. Related articles: Fl- Florence Pugh's take on baggy jeans will inspire you to hop on the trend too. God, People really is the best website on the internet. I mean, they're <laughs> just so selling good. shit. They're just selling shit. Okay, great. I just want to put it out there for checking your credit score should not cost money. There are many free services that do it. You can do it usually once or twice a year for free. Don't pay anyone mm-hmm. to check your credit score. Okay, that's my public service. <laughs> that's that's seriously Lindsay's, that's Lindsay's financial advice. Yeah. Seriously, See, that's why people that's, pay money to get their credit score. It's not it's you should not pay for that. That's sort of the thing that makes me nervous. It's like I feel like Credit Karma is taking advantage of people who, you know, uh, don't sure. know that. I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was the talk of the town. Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone It'll just photo be a full that's Instagram. on the Aura frame. Exactly, with comments and everything. It'll just be on. <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the Aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about Aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You got to be careful. Photos you got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it. But you should do it. You be a little bit careful. But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box. 
because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Huge deal in the Bravo, the Bravo verse. BravoCon was this weekend in New York. It yes. was giving it was giving a whiff of Firefest. It wasn't. There was just like a few kind of crazy moments, but yeah. they it was announced... briefly chaotic. It wasn't entirely chaotic. Sure. And while we don't usually like we don't we we vaguely sometimes cover the announcing of new cast if there's anyone notable in it. This is not a usual thing. We're not variety.com, though we'd love to be. This they announced the cast of the new young and hip Roni, Real Housewives of New York. Because they're doing the old school Roni and they're doing yeah. the new school Roni, but they're doing them at Which the same time. Crazy. But what's exciting about this is not only is <laughs> Who Weekly subject Uba Hassan, the model who launched the, the hot, hot sauce, sauce line, brand, in, yes. in the cast, but Jenna Lyons, who had her own failed reality show recently, said, I'll try again. And <laughs> she's in the cast. Jenna Lyons, former person who ran J. Crew. J. Crew, like the And had edit. one of the most surreal reality shows of recent years. Remember that? What, you watched it. What was it? What was it called? I already forgot. It was, it was crazy. That was Remember such a Remember she had like twelve show. assistants and they were redoing yes. the brownstone and she just would yell at them or whatever? God, what was it called? Stylish. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. It was on HBO Max. It was awful. I watched that in the pandemic. Oh my god, that's this is true. This is dark pandemic yeah. vibes. Stylish Fever with Jenna Lyons. It, oh, awful, right. awful, 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 awful. I think Jenna got a taste of reality TV and said, I'd like to do more of that, but her show was not hitting. I mean, it was hitting me in the face because it was painful <laughs> to watch, but it was not hitting. Was this show one of the ones that was deleted from HBO Max? Actually, I'm gonna go into HBO Max and see if it's there, because I feel like maybe it was taken off. Stylish. I would take it off. I would I would pretend it didn't exist. It was so bad. It was so, it's gone. so, so bad. Yeah. It's right. gone. Yeah, it's they said, gone. <laughs> they, they said, we're not paying taxes for the residuals of, of this show. What are you quoting? I'm not sure. It's gone. I'm done. I'm, I'm is, done. Oh, I'm done. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of um, Hillary Swank in Alaska Daily. I'm done. Only to get canceled for being one myself. So yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. It's gone. It's gone. You can't even watch Stylish. She disappeared it from the internet because it's so awful. Was there even a winner? Oh, there was a winner. Of course there was a winner. There was, but like, it, w there was, the stakes were like, what were the stakes? I'm not sure they were that high. The whole thing was like absolutely a bonkers show. But anyways, Jenna Lyons is now in Housewives. So it's like, she kind of like did the thing and she got the thing, you know? Mm -hmm. She got the thing. She Alongside, got the side uh, women who don't feel like they're friends with each other, which is a problem with housewives. But the uh, the the main thing is they're brand new. The the girlies on this show, they're brand new. We can't even there's like nothing to even say about them. They're all Nas. The only actual who's are Uba and Jenna. And for those reasons, I'm in. <laughs> like for those reasons I'm watching this show. I mean, splitting this into evil genius vibes. Okay. But we're not. At, but we'll talk about that. Maybe more of that on our, you know, weekly live TV show on Spotify Live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wednesdays at four PM EST. Moving on. Elsa Pataki has a foot tattoo. I don't know when, if you saw this. When I saw this headline in the doc, I was yeah. like, "This is the most Lindsay obsession. Like, this is such a Lindsay 
Daily Mail headline yeah, that she's well, like, I, I love this headline. I just have to put this in the doc. We have to talk about Nobody this specific put headline. This, this link was in the notes app. I found this link and then no one transferred it. And so when I was looking at the doc, I was like, where's my link? Where's Elsa Pataki's I clicked it to? and I was like, Why I'm not transferring it? this. I'm not no transferring one transferred. This. Both Bobby and Timmy refused to transfer my link about Elsa Pataki's foot tattoo. Listen, okay, I have to read you the headline. It's good. Ready? Please. Tat's cute. <laughs> Tat's cute. <laughs> it's funny when Tat's you say cute. it out loud. When I read it, I didn't hey, laugh. Tat's now cute. I'm laughing. Elsa Pataki shows off her dainty Latin script tattoo as goes barefoot. They literally forgot a word. As goes barefoot and makeup free during an outing in Byron Bay. And then there are, I shit you not, maybe 12 photos of Elsa Pataki's bare feet getting in and out of a car. They still Sorry. haven't updated the headline. It's still it's still a typo. As you goes don't think barefoot. This is funny. She has a tattoo on her foot that's in script, and it says "quad quid sumus id esse volumios." Why does it sound like Harry Potter every time you say Latin? That's crazy. And translates to "that what we are is what we wanted to be." This is like when I took Latin for like three years in high school because I thought it would make me better at like English. It didn't, mm-hmm. and also, <laughs> clearly it didn't. You could listen to this podcast. And also, the sentence, that what which we are, what is what we wanted to be, is kind of like the only words you learn in Latin. Like, in the, like there are, you don't learn like chair or table. You learn like, which were one from through, which you, were then you, thou. You can really only speak existentially if you learn, if you learn you Latin. Because <laughs> well, then they're like, okay, translate this like ancient Latin text. And it's like. It's not like, here's a great recipe for lentil soup. It's like. No, there's, it's there's not like, listen to this Selena in song in Latin. It's like, here's like, who here's like 12 gravestones. Translate them. <laughs> Like, can I translate? Wait, Google Translate. Like, can I translate? Um, No. Uh, Let's go to the mall. You can't translate that. There are no malls. You know what I mean? Latin is a dead language. Did you see Selena and Haley are friends now? Translate oh, you want to put that into Latin? Yeah, I'm going to translate it to Latin and see if it even works. It would still Did be you like, see... quid quesse quad sumnus. <laughs> Did you see Selena and Haley hugged? I think Selena's like a thing. Videnze Selenum ad grandinum amplexus. I don't. I like. I don't think Plato would understand me when I say if I said this. Videsne Selenum et grandinum amplexus. That's not. That's really not it. I know Latin scholars will be like, "Shut up, Latin's important." Like we love to speak Latin in modern context, but you can't say like, "Let's go to the mall." You know, you can't. Elsa's tattoo sense. is cute. Elsa strice cutest. Okay. okay Elsa strice cutest. Okay. It's a very like not a showy tattoo, but the Daily Mail is so horny for Elsa Pataki that like, yeah. they're zooming in on literally a thousand photos of her getting in and out of a car. With her like feet, but, de- like delicately arched, so you can see the tattoo. But not getting into a car like gracefully. She's she's no, like she's climbing into, into the back. back of a of a truck. So it's like she has to go over. How you get in a car? She has to go over the like what do you call that? Like the back of a truck that folds because it's an SUV, but it has the little part that hinges down. She's like straddling this thing and getting over it. So it's not like a graceful series of photographs meanwhile you cut out <laughs> the actual best photo from this entire Sorry. set which i'm going to paste Where? in the doc what? underneath it let me paste this in between the comments of people like complimenting elsa's feet on daily mail australia um, <laughs> no the feet people look, came out <laughs> the feet people were absolutely oh, there i saw that i laughed i laughed it's just a photo of her it's dog a dog sticking out the window, out the window. <laughs> The Hemsworths beloved 
beloved pooch Sonny sat in the passenger seat of the vehicle. Well, and listen. Elsa gets in the back. <laughs> listen, listen. This caption on her, like, Elsa Pataki must save a fortune on shoes as the Hollywood star was seen going barefoot once again during an outing in Byron Bay on Thursday. Must save a fortune on shoes. Oh, my God. That's funny. And then they show the bottom of her feet and they're dirty because obviously she's, like, just walking on the ground. And people in the comments are like, here's from Direct from Glasgow. An actual story about a woman's feet that aren't even clean. <laughs> She has the five tattoos. The freedom to go barefoot is a personal choice and harms no one. Strengthens the muscles in the feet and at the same time feels amazing. I love that the comments brought out the feet perverts and the feet, the bare feet lovers, which is like people who love to not wear shoes. They're not yeah. pervy about it. They, they love, love grounding. Not wear shoes. Gwyneth yeah. had a moment about grounding where she was like, you got to connect to nature. It's about like the electricity in the ground or something. Okay. The vibrations. Babe. Okay, okay, sure. Elsa has a lot of tattoos, and all of them are, like, extremely, um, like, not her language. It's, like, a rune, one in the runic alphabet, one in Latin, which we talked about, one in a more Aruna symbol, and then we have a C, which means Chris, I think, and then dots, which represent, she has dots on her pinky finger, which she got with her friend's Matt Damon's wife, Luciana Barroso. Hello, uh, I'm Emma, and I play Rhaenyra Targaryen. Hello, I'm Olivia Cook, and I play um, Queen Alison Hightower. Never heard yourself call yourself Queen. I'm doing it a lot now, actually, because someone said to me, oh, so you play Paddy's wife in this? <laughs> and I was like, I'm the fucking Queen, actually. Yeah. Okay, we talked about this briefly last week, but I guess it needs its own segment. Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook went viral for talking about Negroni Spagliatos with Prosecco in it. A Negroni? I was going to say the same thing. Spagliato. Mmm. With Prosecco in it. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Emma Darcy. Sorry, we got to talk. No, Emma Darcy rules. about them. Yeah. Emma Darcy rules. It's true. Absolutely rules. It's unclear how big this bubble has been. It feels big, but I have a sense that it hasn't popped. I, ha I have a sense the majority of the Game of Thrones watchers aren't like, Sbagliato, you know? Negroni Sbagliato. Sbagliato. See, it's not Sbagliato as they said it. No, there's no it. G. It's you don't Spagliato. pronounce the G. Yes. Yeah, everyone was so mad. Every every bartender was like, well, you know, but it was nice. Because apparently and the Prosecco is redundant because the Negroni Sbagliato, oh Sbagliato. God already has oh Prosecco in it. Here's my comment on that. Shut the fuck up, Emma went viral. You know, like, it doesn't matter if it's right or not. Like, the 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 sound, the mouth noises that Emma makes while saying Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it is what, are what is making people horny, not the Negroni itself. The way that Emma sounds when they're speaking. this is an impossible thing to explain to people. Because everyone's like, why is everybody talking about Negroni like what is this quote and you're like oh my god and you're like well it's like kind of a gay thing but it's also like kind of just like a horny thing it's also just like you know Being an online. actor from this show is like saying something and it's like you sound actually insane if you try and explain it do you yes. know what I mean so let me try to explain it and you tell me how insane I sound Emma okay. Darcy and Olivia Cook are the two stars of the House of the Dragon Game of Thrones follow-up prequel show do on they HBO have sexual tension yes. on the show yes Yes. Okay. So the show. So so kind of the the queerness of the clip does, if you watch the show, does kind of satisfy some of the te the the it is, relationship on the show. It is much more people satisfying to people who watch the show than people who don't. But you don't need yeah, to watch well. the show to find something very satisfying about the way Emma delivers that word, because on the show they are former childhood best friends turned kind of mortal enemies when Olivia Cook marries. 
uh, Emma's father. And then what? they become like they become huge ass enemies, and they don't like each other. But there's oh. so much sexual tension between the two of them okay. as adults. And so, right. what this stems from is because Emma and Olivia are promoting this big show, one of the biggest shows on television now. They did so much press together, and they are big friends. And so, this is a result of being interviewed over and 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 over again for like a month, and then just falling into like silly laughy attacks so they're doing an interview where olivia asks emma what their favorite drink is and emma says a negroni spagliato with prosecco in it and everyone got so horny they couldn't deal with it you know that's it i sound insane yeah. a negroni i was gonna say the same thing yeah. with prosecco in it. you do i have to say that did not sound normal <laughs> I sound insane. I sound now insane. Now we have things like a YouTube clip that's Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook being chaotic for 10 <laughs> minutes straight because the shipping is like getting out of control. Yeah. It also just doesn't hurt that Emma Darcy is just kind of this iconic non-binary actor who is like very sexy and on the show what has like long hair, more femme presenting, but then kind of off the show in real life, buzz mm -hmm. cut kind of more just definitely more of like a sexy queer vibe mm -hmm. sexy queer vibe yeah. i'd maybe seeing for the first time and being like oh mama mia you know yes Ex that's exactly what it is and also they and olivia have good chemistry yes they right and they know about, about it. it and they're doing press about it and they talked about it to the new york times emma said i thought it'd be quite funny to be drinking one right now but i'm not i laughs i keep thinking i should tell my mom i've become a meme in the hope that she'll be happy for me but i decided to i've but i'd have to explain what a meme is i've decided it's too much effort i feel so embarrassed because in those interviews we've been at like six hours i'm honestly because like, yeah they're doing they've been doing press these are press it's a yes. junket they've been doing press for like all day so they're just saying weird shit to like keep saying stuff you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah they're funny but if campari doesn't hire them to do some sort of spawn they're fucking out of their minds and they they were wise to point out that although negrone spagliato with prosecco in it is <laughs> iconic and hilarious yeah, it, it's it's worth remembering. It's sort of like how when Madonna kissed Britney Spears, she also kissed Christina Aguilera right after, but no one remembered. The of course the other funny thing about it is after Emma says that Olivia Cook goes stunning, <laughs> and like, yeah. the delivery of yeah, 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 yeah. the delivery of stunning is very funny, and so they acknowledge stunning on their Instagram stories. <laughs> stunning. I have to hear stunnin'. it again. I'm sorry. I have to hear it one more time because it's stunning. Yeah, it's actually funnier than the spagliato. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Oh, stunning. <laughs> it's it. Yeah, she's giving like um, call the midwife. You know, she's she it's is giving, giving like, call like the midwife. Call it's the midwife. It, it's it's really good. Where's stunning. Olivia Cook from? Oh, stunning. Oh, stunning. <laughs> and they're it's like, giving, we hate It's giving doing Mrs. This. Potts, like R.I.P. Angel Lansbury, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think, I know that you gave up on House of the Dragon a long time ago. I did not. Oh, I'm all caught I? up. But I oh, think, like, I? their sexual tension is so powerful that it's definitely going to be, like, in season two or three, they're finally going to fuck and it's, like, going to make everything a desire. Like, it's going to, like, fuck everything up. They're finally going to fucking like season three. There okay, was, I, no, the consequences if, if will be dire. after this clip, the writers don't course correct to have these two characters fuck, again, they're out of their goddamn minds. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, the, the problem is like the only alcohol on that show really kind of is wine and maybe like a kind of beer. So they're, they can't even do a wink like that. But 
you know, that'd be too much. We don't need that. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Okay, I have a game. Stunning. game? I love Olivia Cook. I'm like Olivia Cook hype. I made one of those like meme, the meme girly who's holding yeah. all the bags. I made one for Olivia Cook because I love her you so much. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh, you actually did? Wait, you no, actually, actually did? I actually made it. Like I actually photoshopped a meme you of, send this to? of my, who do you fucking think? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Olivia. There it is. Not I to it. me. I didn't no. see it. Because you don't watch House of the Dragon. Yeah, well, whatever. You wouldn't have understood. <laughs> I like memes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so stupid. Look, I even I even gave the girly Olivia's like hair piece. <laughs> her bag has the Game of Thrones. I put the House Targaryen Stop. symbol on her bag. I will yeah, say really this this mm-hmm. meme girly to describe her. And we've talked about her before. She's the stand meme girly where she's wearing she's standing in kind of a basic room with a beige wall. She's holding a bag, wearing a white windbreaker, and making a kissy face. And she's the one that people cover in their favorite object of standum. I don't even know what her original standum is, or even if is there. Is no, a there stand-up wasn't standum. It wasn't. She it's didn't just have a photo. It's just a photo, and people surround this girly with like. <laughs> Um, to make it look like a middle schooler's bedroom. Like, where it's just, like, posters plastered on the wall. Everything they're wearing is about their fandom. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, great. I told you, I'm a big fan of Slow Horses. I'm a big fan of this. I know. So, also, did you see that Meryl Streep and Tracy Ullman, like, got on the stage at the Broken Social Scene scene. last night? Remember yesterday we walked by Webster Hall and we were like, Broken Social Scene Broken Social Scene tonight. Not us. (laughs) Not us. Meryl Streep's on stage rocking out with these goddamn people. Okay. Park that car, whatever, whatever. Okay. I have a game. And it's because over the past few weeks, I've noticed an abundance of headlines in which... Seemingly? This this seemingly... An abundance of headlines that use the phrase seemingly. And this has been a thing. We've, we've talked about this we've on the show mentioned before. this, but I agree. It's gotten fucking out of control. It's gotten out of control. And, and the reason is, you will notice there have been more headlines about celebrities seemingly, or quotes, seemingly doing things. And this is almost <laughs> always, almost always because of TikTok. Because the way that you communicate in TikTok is via sort of like... Um, Call and response. It's sort of like participating in memes, participating in structures, participating in certain like questions and answers. And so you respond to things indirectly. There's a lack of like explicit um, commentary on TikTok because it's so reactionary, right? It's so like following what the structure is. And this always leads to this kind of shit. Uh, Not all these are about TikTok, but I think that TikTok is the reason that we're seeing more of it because that's how you communicate on TikTok. Right. So I'm going to read you the beginning of a headline and I'm going to give you a multiple choice and you're going to tell me if you can guess what this celebrity is seemingly doing. Uh, I'm going to start with the easiest one. All of these, I believe, are from the last week. Uh, Here we go. From page six. Why Elvira isn't surprised Madonna blank. I'm not even going to let you give multiple choices on this. Just why Elvira isn't surprised Madonna seemingly blank. Gay. Came out as gay. Okay. Now you kind of get what it is. Okay. The rest of them are multiple choice. Just Jared. Emily Ratajkowski seemingly comes out as bisexual. Emily Ratajkowski seemingly confirms relationship with Z-Way. Emily Ratajkowski seemingly shades ex Sebastian Bear McLaird. Emily Ratajkowski seemingly addresses climate change in new TikTok. She seemingly came out as bisexual. Exactly. Amid divorce and recent dating rumors. Okay, great. You got that right. Joshua Bassett seemingly confirms driver's license is about him on TikTok. Joshua Bassett seemingly calls out Sabrina Carpenter on TikTok. Joshua Bassett seemingly jokes about Olivia Rodrigo on TikTok. 
and Joshua Bassett seemingly comes out as pansexual on TikTok. Okay. These all have a very similar mm-hmm. scenario. Um, I don't know what he seemingly did. Maybe he seemingly shaded Sabrina Carpenter. No, he seemingly joked about Olivia Rodrigo on TikTok. Okay, all okay. right, great. Same thing. It's giving, quote, it's giving obsessed. Ashanti seemingly shades Nelly in now deleted Instagram story. Ashanti seemingly acknowledges Mariah Carey's influence. Ashanti seemingly calls out Irv Gotti on Gotta Move On Remix. Ashanti seemingly compliments the Bahamas in latest Instagram post. <laughs> compliments the Bahamas. It's giving, it's giving obsessed is the original quote. The Irv Gotti one, maybe. Yes. It's giving obsessed. Ashanti seemingly calls out Irv Gotti on Gotta Move On Remix. Okay. Lil Baby seemingly announces surprise album. Lil Baby seemingly addresses appearance in the Super Mario movie. Lil Baby seemingly confirms a relationship with Jada Cheeves. Lil Baby seemingly responds to Quavo's sweetie cheating claim. Oh my god. I have no idea. Maybe the the one with the girl? No, that's wrong. Lil Baby seemingly responds to Quavo's sweetie cheating claim. That's not a good headline. The point is, it's like, you you write headlines like this when you don't have the time to fact check anything, <laughs> right? Right, it's like, and you want to insinuate something that's more interesting than what actually happened, which was just, they posted something that said something. Yes, and also, yeah. you don't get headlines like this unless, like, you're having problems at your publication, right? Like, it's, it's, ooh, it's ooh, we need to, ooh. no, the, what I'm saying is, you, all these websites, all oh. media, celebrity media, you have to post all the time to keep up with SEO. You have to post all the time. You have sure. to post so you can everything. Only, you, can, you can't you can suss something out. It no. has to be seemingly. You have to post yeah. it instantly. And all you did is mm. seemingly. Real Housewives of Potomac alum Monique Samuels' husband, Chris, seemingly addressed rumors of RHOP return. Real Housewives of Potomac alum Monique Samuels' husband, Chris, seemingly addressed divorce rumors. Real Housewives of Potomac alum Monique Samuels' husband Chris seemingly joke about BravoCon on Instagram. Real Housewives of Pacific alum Monique Samuels' husband Chris seemingly shade Karen and Ray Huger in Bizarre Rant. It's um, it's the divorce. It's the divorce rumors. They seemingly addressed divorce rumors. You did very well. You did very well. Thank you. I'm gonna give Thank you a ninety. You so much. ninety out of hundred. I still have not. Un- we still have not cracked the seemingly. We're just. We're just like wading in it through it. <laughs> wading through it. Looks like there might be a thief in Kourtney Kardashian's house. On Sunday's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Court seemingly faced a legit threat in her own home. Check out the photos. The reality stars at a kids' soccer game in Newport Beach. Their conversation seemingly intense. Billie Eilish stops her concert for a fan and seemingly shades Travis Scott. Plus, we've got exclusive details on Adele and how her boo, Rich Paul, is helping her after her Las Vegas show drama. Okay, let's do some quick relationship stuff. There isn't much, but we should do them. Emma Roberts, we cut this from, we cut two of these from the from the Friday show because they were so deeply boring, but we can do them quickly here. Emma Roberts is now dating someone named Cody. Ch- I'm obsessed Cody with John. Emma Roberts. I think I'm more interested in Emma Roberts' dating life than Emma Roberts. The men that Emma Roberts dates to me are so funny, and I don't care about anything she does outside <laughs> of that. Sorry, she's dating a name. She's dating a man named Cody John. Where does she find these men? She does iconically date snooze buttons for sure. Cody John is I'm sorry what's the name of the 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 gay porn guy you're thinking of Sean Cody but this is Cody John this could be a porn company maybe it is but how many Cody Johns do porn like a lot come on it's just such a generic name also they're both first names which is really funny of course Cody John Cody and John are iconically could be either surname or first name you know 
So we don't actually know that they're dating, but there was he posted a picture of them kissing. Like and it seems very intimate. It seems like they're dating. It's seemingly it's giving seemingly. It's oh, giving it's seemingly. Kind of funny. It's giving seemingly, but like Again, I it, neither has neither party has confirmed, but HollywoodLife.com already has five things to know about Emma Roberts' new boyfriend, uh, one of which he's an actor. Uh, he uh-huh. hasn't met her son, which is a very weird thing to put there. Cody likes to post funny captions with his social media posts. This is when the, the list starts to go downward spiral because uh-huh. it's clear they don't know anything about him. His personality <laughs> is one of the things Emma loves about him. Oh, really? And Cody's loves- only okay. been acting in for four years. They got number four from a E news piece that quotes that quotes a source saying that they're taking it slow okay. and uh, she likes his personality. Okay. She likes his personality. I like that. Okay. She likes his personality. Cody John. I'm sorry. What Cody likes in? to Cody likes to post funny captions with the social media photos is so is such a funny thing to know about Cody. I mean, but you know it, don't you? Yeah. You I know do. it. Now you know it. Okay. Seems um, hot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, I closed the dock. What's next? Tish Cyrus is dating a mystery there man. We go. And thank God she is because Billy Ray Cyrus is marrying a woman named Firebrand. And I just feel like <laughs> Tish needs to get on that next dick. <laughs> well, this is so, this is just so like Sorry vintage. to be crass. <laughs> it's just so vintage. Um, uh, I mean, you know we love a celebrity mystery man. PR. We're obsessed. We're obsessed it's, with mystery men, yeah. It's just so like, this is a this is a Hollywood Life exclusive, aka I suggest that Tish told them this story herself. Oh, Miley definitely. Cyrus's mom Tish is quote dating again after Billy Ray engagement was exclusive, and it says that she's quote definitely seeing someone new. According to a source close to the situation, the situation Miley Cyrus's mom fifty five is quote keeping her man under wraps, but she is seeing someone new, and Miley and her kids approve. The source yeah, also told Hollywood Life fire, exclusively fire that they quote. Don't know how serious things are, but Miley is happy her mom, happy for her mom because she seems happy with this guy. This is definitely getting back at Billy Ray for dating Firebrand. Yes. While they weren't able to disclose the name of Tish's new love interest, another source told us in a separate comments that Tish is working through both her April split from Billy Ray after 20 years of marriage and the death of her mother and Miley's grandmother, Loretta Finley, who passed in August of 2020. So it's like the first source is Noah Cyrus. The second source is just straight up is Tish Miley being Cyrus. like, no, oh, the second source no, is just Tish being like, I'm really sad right. about like my, my year. <laughs> yeah. It's Sorry, Noah her and Tish. Brand. Her name is Fire Rose, but she fire is a fire Rose. brand. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she, is t- she is dangerous for the brand. <laughs> She's just going to burn it down. Okay, baby. Again, we put this in relationship news because it's just an extension of this relationship between Kaylee Coco and what's his name? Tom Pelfrey, who we've talked about on the show. They are expecting a baby. Baby Pelfrey. Baby Pelfrey. Oh, Kaylee Coco is not. No, 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 no. Here's my, here is my, oh no, she did say baby girl Pelfrey. She said baby girl Pelfrey. Kaylee Coco seems like the type to name the baby after her last name. I thought it would be a Coco baby. A Coco nut. No, 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 no. This isn't the baby's name. You're nuts. They're just, he just, she's just calling him. That's not the baby's name. It's baby girl Pelfrey coming 2023. She posted photos, many photos of herself holding many clear blue pregnancy tests. This is not a clear blue spawn. Kaylee Coco has too much money. She doesn't need it, although that's never stopped people in the past. Um... But it's not clear blue spawn. Well, she did use a lot of clear blues. Look how many are in the second photo. There's like four clear blues. She did like, a oh lot god. of pain. Oh god, oh god. She's gonna name this baby after some dead horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not. She reveals the baby. She reveals it in a post, but then gets headlines like an hour later because she timed it to this red carpet thing that she was doing with Tom, and she like revealed her bump on the red carpet, 
And there was another baby bump debut on the red carpet this week. And it was between Trey Byers and Grace Geely, who met on the set of Empire. And now Trey Mm. is one of the stars of the new August Wilson revivals that's on Broadway now, The Piano Lesson. And so at the red carpet, she revealed the baby bump, Grace, and got all the headlines because they're having their first baby together. But they met on the set of Empire. She She was Cookie's, she was the oldest lion. He was the oldest lion son. And this was kind of, I think, af- I kind of forget. He was not good on that. I mean, he would not mean not good. He was a not that that character was scary. That was character bad was bad. That character was bad. I do. Yeah. I do remember that. OK. Yes. Yes. Great. He has beauty and br- brains, a.k.a. Yes. Not only is he talented and handsome, but he's also smart. Says, I could not uh, believe this some article about him. <laughs> this was in pay- this was in um, the Daily Mail. Empire stars Trey Byers and Grace Geely are having their first baby together as he makes Broadway debut. And they refer to him as talented and handsome and also smart. I rarely see the beauty and brains language be applied towards men. Because men Good. are always I'm assumed glad. to have beauty and brains. Women, it's a huge surprise when there's beauty and brains. OK, OK. Oh, there are two more uh, relationship news. One of them is that, speaking of Game of Thrones, Lena Headey is, all caps, married. Game of Thrones actress exchanges vows with Ozark star Mark Menchaca in private Italian ceremony attended by Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas, dot, 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 and Rick Astley. Can somebody, I searched for like at least 10 minutes, and that's a lot for me, a lot of searching, to try and figure out why Rick Astley was at this wedding. I tried so many combinations of names. I tried this. I tried that. First of all, it's really hard to search for this because you have to weed through all of the headlines that are about the wedding yeah. itself to find yeah. like maybe what was the origin story of the relationship. Does anybody know how Lena Headey has Rick Astley at her wedding? I mean, it could be anything. It could be his wife. It could be one of his kids. It could be what could be the husband's friend. It could be... I have a guess, which is what? maybe the simplest answer. I bet that because they are rich and Lena Headey sort of seems like kind of like a funny character, I think that they no. hired him to sing Never Gonna Give You Up at the Wedding. That's wrong. I think that, the, no. I think that they hired him to sing as like a guy. He's not that. No, he's not the help. And he's he was there. He was at the wedding as a guest. They did not hire him to sing performer. Never Gonna Give You Up. I think no. he was a hired performer. I, how do they know each other? Because it says he made an unlikely appearance. It doesn't refer to him as a guest. I think he's saying Never Gonna Give You Up at that wedding. I don't think so. This wedding looks beautiful. Of course it does. It was in Italy. Lena Headey's husband. What's his deal? He's on Ozark. He's on Ozark. But like, that means that like most of the country knows who he is except for me because I don't watch Ozark. Yeah, guys, exactly. People love him. He looks scary, and, honestly. And they've been dating for like two years. So they haven't been together long. He they looks, started dating in the pandemic. He looks really intense on Ozark. Gotta say, he looks really intense. His name is Mark Menchaca. Menchaca? Mm-hmm. Menchaca? And he, Menchaca. And he played someone named Russ in Ozark. Looking, again, quite scary. So, oh, quite he's scary. terrifying. It's ter- he's terrifying, honestly. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What's Rita up to? This, I can't, I mean, I know there are other things that she's up to, but this photo is has been haunting me for days. This photo of her in those like shiny platform heels with the laces, also with the shiny I bag. Like I can't look at this these, again. I'm going to insult these shoes and someone's going to be like, these are iconic Balenciaga. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, they're <laughs> fucking ugly. I'm sorry. They're so ugly. Rita takes fashion, takes fashion risks and we love her for that. But sometimes she wears something that's absolutely crazy. And here's one. These are knee high 
a glossy reflective. silver boots, reflective silver boots, like the bean in Chicago. They reflect. Okay, they, they're, be- they're exactly. You turn the bean into platform okay. heels, and they go all the way down to her feet, and they're pointy, which I don't love, but I know is a standard in boots sometimes. But then here's the twist: around the how do I explain this? Around the bottom of the boot, like near the like foot, the arch like of your feet, like the arch of the foot. It's as if there is like another shoe wrapped around the boot and that shoe is a tennis sneaker because it's a a white, maybe leather or canvas kind of covering to the boot that ties up. So it looks like, uh, what does it look like? (laughs) It looks like. It looks like a sneaker Ada boot. I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. We're not a fashion blog. You were wearing these pointy shoes and then when you were leaving your closet, you accidentally stepped into a pair of sneakers and then you were stuck and you were like, help, help, help. And the only thing you could do was like kind of rip them through and this is the best that you could do before she left the house. Help, help, help. I'm I'm trying to see. The sneaker part of these chrome shoes appears to have a Nike swoosh on them. So it's like, why? Like, they have Nike swooshes on Oh, you're that. right. These have been, like, I think these are not custom ni- made. Also, she announced an athleisure brand, which I'm not sure if she's doing it or if it's someone else think, doing it or if she's just a spokesperson. Think, yeah, I don't think this is her. I think It's not like is. her brand. She's the new spokesperson for an as-yet-launched humans, humans being. being. We'll we'll be paying attention. I like this. I'm scrolling down a little bit, but I'm scrolling down for this this headline in the Metro. Please pray for Rita Ora's ankles as she leaves music video set wearing terrifyingly incredible platform heels. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, these were fucking crazy. They're these crazy drag queen heels. These were They're drag crazy. queen platforms. Yeah. yeah. If you roll an ankle in these, you're down. You're out. You're down and you're out for months. <laughs> And then she did the most irritating thing that celebrities do. I hate it. I hate when beautiful people do this. Quote, the only way to get over jet lag, Rita Ora displays her incredibly toned biceps in a black bra top as she shares sizzling workout video. It's like beautiful celebrities saying like, the, the cure to X, the cure to Y, the cure to Z, just a little workout. It's like, I don't want to hear that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear your cure. I don't want to hear, hear your cures. cures. I only want to hear the cure by Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Now I want to listen to The Cure. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our weekly read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewing. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, some commentaries, a Discord server. We're going to do a album release thing on Friday, live at midnight uh, this week if you're on Patreon. You can also get the audio only on Apple Podcasts app. You can subscribe right within the app. It's very easy if you want to do that. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.